Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about life. Too many women in this world feel alone. They worry about the judgment of others and they struggle with their mental health. But when they listen to the Rare Girls podcast where empowered women share their voices and tell their stories, many women will feel inspired to live a life of freedom and to overcome all insecurities. They will feel it is a safe space to find their confidence, to remember their unique beauty and to feel their self-worth. And they will connect with the sisterhood of rare girls who encourage their success and support their dreams. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Hadil Bilkasem. Hadil is from Tunisia, the only child of divorced parents, yet blessed. They stayed friends. For 24 years, dance has been her eternal passion. She danced for nearly five years, and it was the most fulfilling way to express her true self. Despite her love for dance, she couldn't pursue it as a career due to life situations. Consequently, she studied artistic makeup, facing uncertainty about her true aspirations. Taking a leap of faith, Hadil moved to Dubai with the belief that it could change her life. After exploring different paths, she found her calling in digital marketing. Now, with almost three years of living in Dubai, she works as a social media manager. Currently, she is dedicated to bettering herself after some things happened in her life. She started seeing things differently, and she started finding the huge love she always needed but never found. This is why she is now dedicating her TikTok to encouraging people to embrace their true selves. Fostering connection and self-acceptance. It's about finding love within, not outside. Hadil, how are you today? Hi, Aziz. I'm good. Thank you for making me part of this amazing project. I'm honored. I'm lucky. Always privileged to know that and expect that this is going to be a lot of fun. So I'll begin with the first question, which is if your friends could describe your personality, what would they say about you? Okay, uh, so about that, obviously I heard some uh, previous episodes and I knew that my turn will come to answer this question, but I'm not the perfect one to answer it, to be honest. So I wanted it to be real and honest. I did want to think. I asked my close friend that was with me during my highest, my lowest, everything. And all I got, literally, I have it on my phone written, is confident, wild, passionate, organized, positive, free, crybaby. So these things that uh, if I see it even from his perspective or others, I can relate to only myself, to be honest. Thank you so much for that. I love that. I honestly believe, and this project encourages women to be free to embrace their wild side because that is the energy they can go out of their comfort zone so that they can take risk and therefore they can live their dream life, etc. To you, let's speak about it specifically because you grew up in a culture where there could be a lot of people who are judging you a lot of people who are telling you to behave in a specific way that is opposed to you being wild 
what kept you <laughs> that fire inside and how did you deal with it? Is it something that developed even more after you went to Dubai? Just explore that. Are you born a wild woman who was in a place that maybe did not give you the space to be as wild as possible? And how do you feel when you can express that fully? Well, to be honest, it starts from because it's different when your parents are divorced and you are the only child born in an Arabic country as a female things will get a bit like strict coming to you when especially like not my own fear because that one thing I never had back at the time. I see it good and bad at the same time, but uh, I I can say my mom's fear from others because we, uh, we live in a small city and you know, like when they say all eyes on, on me and whenever I do whatever I do or explore, they will go ahead and tell her coming to the position of her job and things. Now, I, f I always felt wild, and wild, the word wild, have many explanations, to be honest. Uh, more than wild, maybe let's say free, because uh, as, as you said in the start, my parents still like friends, and I'm happy for that. But sometimes you, when, when that specific period happens, you have to forget about your main role as a child and focus on being there for your mom. As uh, as a dad, as a brother, as a husband, even as a as a, like as her girl, and that's huge. Honestly, when you don't realize whatever is happening, it's huge. Now coming to me being wild, many people can understand it in the wrong way. Me being wild means in a certain age, I was seeing my friends outside. I was in the outside world, discovering whatever is happening. Yes, there is the good and the bad, and of course you have to go through the bad to see by yourself that that will not go with you you know i was a bit i don't know i i was stopped from that i was stopped from being me we're talking about silly things honestly we're talking about coloring my hair <laughs> doing ear piercings we're talking about that you know because my mom she's and i'm saying it proudly and very happy and grateful she's the most amazing person on earth for me she was she changed from herself at a certain point but and the start was always hard. It was always hard for me to explain because we come from different time zones. And she wanted that perfect image about her daughter, you know, to fulfill her dreams. Whatever she couldn't make, she wanted me to make. And I was completely different from that. <laughs> so that was the first shock, you know. Basically, my, my wild part is discovering what I wanted to be at that time. Discovering what, deciding for myself, let's say it that way. For example, coloring my hair, doing piercings, even going out, honestly, even for, for a coffee with friends and things, you know. I, I remember back at the times, my phone would never stopped ringing. Never. <laughs> and I used to hate even that sound. But it comes from her worry and her fear. But that start making me suffocated without noticing things, without actually understanding what is happening. Because at that point and at that age, you will not know what they're feeling. You will only care about yourself. So these things made huge effect in me. Thank you so much. And I can imagine how that growing up has shaped you. You spoke about how for your mother, you needed to be the husband, you need to be the sister, the father, the mother, everything. Often that gives you so much responsibility that growing up, you do not feel like you're a girl. You do not feel connected with your feminine energy. Is this something that you felt that you have been taking responsibility and taking all that more of the stress and negativity that you did not connect with your feminine side 
prolonged time? How do you deal with it? Is your energy now always in your masculine go, 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 because you forget to just let go? And sometimes you worry, you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I cannot relax. Tell me a bit more, because as you grow up, being it's called enmeshment, which is you are being the, the surrogate husband to your mom or whatever. It's not about whether you're a woman or a man. It can make you feel that you forget how to be in your feminine. Can you talk a bit more about that? Well, when it comes to this specific like question, I've been through many different challenges in my life. And every single challenge had some effect coming to this question. Now, coming back to the time, like uh, I never felt like I'm doing something, to be honest. It was my responsibility because for me, her, she did a lot for me. She did a lot. And I know that much of pressure she was giving me, it was purely coming from love. Now, in that stage of my life, now I'm remembering, I didn't have the time even to think if it's like, uh, if I'm doing too much or I take some steps back, I didn't. And that maybe caused me the, I couldn't even have time to think, okay, what about me? I knew that things should keep happening and I should stand strong so she can be strong. Because, again, whatever hurt her was love. It came from the love side that she had for my dad. And I re I'm glad for that. I like that. Things were happening so fast, I think. Yeah, I forgot about myself. I forgot a lot about myself. That's why when things got better, I went crazy. <laughs> Literally. It's like um, I became rebel. I didn't care. And I was hungry for my own time. Now, when you are not aware of whatever is happening, this is how I'm seeing things right now. In a small age, you need certain guidance. And the first guidance, at least for me, that I expected or I wanted was my mom. Yes, in the start, it was hard to deal with her because we even had fights that she used to say, I'm your mom. No, because I am your mom, you know. And for me, I never accepted that. I had my character and I had my things, my personality from the start. It was not very well formed, but that caused me looking and being hungry for my freedom going in a wrong way, hurting myself and hurting others, to be honest. So, yeah, I think the feminine kind of part of me that I was looking for, I didn't even have the time for it to think even if it's there or not. And that you don't actually realize until after many experiences and age and people comes and goes and then you start you stop somewhere and you start thinking what went wrong literally so yeah this uh, this is the answer i hope i am fair enough to your uh, your question though i appreciate your answer very very much it's absolutely great and then just to know a bit more because for you moving somewhere like to Dubai, how was that decision? Did you get like premonition, like you had a dream that told you you have to go? Is it a feeling? Like, how is it? Because for many, many women, uh, be, uh, their brain would be more thinking about what can go wrong, what could be dangerous about uh, those situations. What allowed you to be someone who's brave enough to jump into a new life? Let's say crazy brave to be honest remember when i told you like i used to only look for my freedom without caring now if i see the difference now i'm making plan b and c and d and whenever i can make at that time i knew for a fact that i am an artistic person so i can't work 
nine to five job and in Tunis, specifically in Tunis, because it's the same thing. You finish your studies, you work, you get married, you take loan. This that I was not ready for that. I didn't want that life. I wanted beyond that. Plus, with the dance that I used to do, I used to feel I have it in me, you know. But sadly, in our country, things are a bit hard. It's better to follow whatever others are doing to save your position or to save your life. Now, I will not be able to make it if I don't love what I'm doing. Honestly, that I knew from the start. I finished my bachelor's and I wanted to do dance. I couldn't. I wanted to go ahead to the capital and study there. I couldn't because of her fear and her worry about me. I start feeling that I have to have that jump that will change my life. Either I make it or I don't. There is no other option for me. I didn't think about the risk. I didn't think about, oh, it's a new country. I don't know what. It was hope. For me, it was just hope. And I just wanted to run away, fly, you know. Also, I wanted to have a place where I can be me, where no one will ask me or judge me or tell me not to do this or do that without even explaining. Because that's what people do at, at that time. So, yeah, it was risky. I, I remember, like, I had, uh, I was applying for jobs. Even my mom didn't know about it. I made my own passport. Even my mom didn't know about it. And that was funny. That was literally funny. Uh, because, yeah, after I finished my bachelor's, I studied music. And that one thing I did when I was young, I was a child, and got removed from me because my dad was not there in the image. So I gave it another ch like another chance, and it didn't work. I was dying, you know? I don't know. It didn't have any meaning for me. So, yeah, I kept applying on jobs, and somehow it worked. So whatever I saved, whatever I worked, because here and there also I was making my own money. I was working. I saved, mom helped me, uh, the family helped me, and then I came here. That's great. Thank you so much for sharing that. And also it makes me think, since you love dance so much, what's your favorite thing about dance? Is it a space for you to feel free? Is it something that you feel like uh, totally relaxed? and that you are doing, you said you have what it takes in you when you're dancing. What does that mean? Can you explain a bit more? My problem was me not being able to explain to others what I'm going through, finding the right words. Not because I don't have the right words, because they're not worth that effort. Because at that time, it used to be a huge effort for me to do. When I started dancing, I started dancing in such a young age by myself in my own room. And that was my happy space. Let's say it that way, you know. I don't have to talk to express whatever is happening inside me to myself before others. So it's, a, I don't know, it's in me. I had it from the start and it helped. It helped very well, to be honest. A big part was calm inside me because of dance only. I gave it my whole time and I liked that. I felt alive. I really felt alive. Thank you. And your TikTok has a huge focus, like you wrote, on self-acceptance. What does that mean to you? And is it part of you growing up that because you had people telling you what is right, what is wrong, you had not much self-acceptance for yourself? Like, what does that mean? Why is it important? And how does it relate to your journey? Well, okay. <laughs> now my journey goes into different stages, to be honest. That stage was, let's say it as Tunisia stage and the real hustle of finding yourself and 
surviving is when you are far from your comfort zone, which is your family. Because here, no matter what happens, I can't call my mom and tell her, please help me, you know? It, it was hard to survive. And that part, yes, I felt like I'm not having that female me because I need to protect myself no matter what happens 24-7. Still, you don't realize what you're doing, but you are doing it. It's, it's a part, it becomes a part of you, you know? Uh, because obviously even my first work didn't, well, didn't go well. Like I'm here, I don't know anything, only Dubai Mall I remember at that time. And things went wrong, things went bad, and I had to go back to Tunis to save myself, and then I came back again. But I remember I put one goal in front of me, and I said it. That time was not my time. I couldn't make it. I tried, but I'll come back again, and I'm going to prove to myself that again I can have a better life in a place, let's say, didn't accept me in the start. Now, I have, like, I'm living here for three years now. Of course, I made my friends, people that I feel like I belong, even though they're different from me, come to the nationality. And the huge change that happened to me is because two experiences I had. One experience taught me that no matter how you try to hide that love inside you and put hate or anger, you can't run away from it. You have to accept it at some point. It is a part of you. You created it and it's there. And it's not bad if things go wrong, that you are having that love. The second experience is that my space is very important because my whole life I was trying my best to make them understand without actually stopping there and explaining to myself, you know. I never had that chance till, thank God, I am in that level of I'm loving myself and I'm loving being selfish. You have no idea because I deserve that. Like I'm hungry for that love. And that gave me so many things. Acceptance, being open to this universe, uh, feeling my energy. It's like I'm talking, like I am facing someone else and taking the bad things or the problems as a reason for the good things that those like small details and i said it like now i am comfortable when it comes to my professional life but my personal life that inside thing i'm doing uh small steps but very deep steps in it and it means a lot that's why i changed completely whatever i wanted to do because now i feel like i deserve to be connected to myself whatever um love i gave to others looking for for a father figure let's say for even in a friend, I deserve to give it to myself because I have it within me. And those things I didn't see in the start. I couldn't see it in the start. I was just going with the flow, not drunk flow, but not 100% clear. So I guess here things changed a lot for me because now I have to make it. I don't have any other choice. And I like that. Even honestly, my, uh, the, my parents divorced and whatever happened at that time, I'm happy for it right now because that made me who I am right now. I can't take it as a bad thing. Whatever happened, whatever mistakes I made, whatever on the road made this version that I'm very proud of, literally. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that very, very much. You said that you love being selfish now. There are a lot of women who are sacrificing themselves because they are people pleasers and they forget 
about their self-love. What's your advice to them? Because it feels hard to disappoint other people by not pleasing them and to focus on themselves. And many have grown up in cultures who maybe told them being selfish is bad. You have to be selfless. You have to sacrifice yourself. What was your experience letting go of that and the advice you'd give to another woman? Okay, so honestly, being selfish, I see it now from my perspective, is a good thing as long as you're not harming others. You're not using others. Being, how, 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 do I, how can I not be selfish when I have all this love to myself? It's, it's a simple question, you know? Being selfish, even in wanting the good for me, who doesn't want the good for themselves? Being a better position, being a, having a better life, having a better house, it's a part of being selfish. Now, when it comes to be bad, when you start using others or looking for your benefit from their own pain, you don't know how to use that. I know many of my friends, like, honestly, they're like that. They're people pleasing. It's good to be, it's good to be like that. But you come first. You have to come first, you know. If you don't love yourself, how would you love someone else or others? How would you give that love? If you don't understand it and accept it and make it a part of you, clearly a part of you, with an open mind, soul, heart, you can give love. In the end, we all seek for love only, honestly. Yeah, that's, that's something as a normal human being in nature. But... I think the mistake that we do is we keep going with the flow without realizing, without taking a step back and asking ourselves, what should I change in me? Or what should I enhance in me? What do I need from myself, not from others? I, I was like that only. I needed love, I needed safety, I needed the good life. And that harmed me because I didn't understand myself. Now, yes, I'm selfless with, uh, with, with my friends, with people around me. Only when I know that they are good enough for me. I mean, I can't let people use me, honestly. I used to believe, and I still believe, maybe it's a bit harsh, but there are two ways in this world. Because now I'm talking as a female, like as a girl, it's a hungry word, honestly. And you, if you don't step up and defend yourself with limits, without hurting, and showing uh, whatever you think about and your vision, people will simply use you. It is life, giving and taking, but you have to know where to put yourself to get better things, because anyway, whatever happens around us, whether being selfish, selfless, good, bad, it will only affect us, not others. So yeah, I think when you come to a point when you start talking to yourself and accepting the wrong things that you go through, and accepting that people not always good to you, and that's a part of life, you start thinking in a selfish, good way. Thank you so much. I really was thinking about everything that you're saying, and it's absolutely very important, and it matters, and it matters a lot. And then it makes me think, you are someone who throughout your journey, you began learning about and mastering makeup as a way for you to enhance your uh, natural beauty. And then you move to Dubai where 
just you scrolling through social media or walking around, you can see women that you can compare yourself to. Did you struggle with that, that comparing how you look to other women in Dubai or in Instagram? And how did you find your own unique beauty and was makeup the way that you can show yourself the way you are or just a stepping stone to find work? How was that experience? Okay, coming to the comparing part, I never, like, genuinely, I never compared myself. Yes, when you scroll and you're having a hard time, of course you will want that. But we know what is social media and how things works. But yeah, some things inside you will want that, but not comparing. I can't compare myself because everyone is special the way they are. You can't compare. Now, when it comes to makeup, makeup was the thing that made me feel confident about my own beauty because I had health problems because of whatever I went through. And obviously my parents couldn't understand it. Uh, I don't blame them, but still, I had to face it by myself. Now, when you are in that zone, when you're going through health problems, you're causing to yourself, you will not even be able to look in the mirror because you will not be able to know that version, you know? Makeup and light and camera and working as a model at that time gave me that confidence and that beauty from outside that helped the inside, literally. So I started as a model. I didn't start as a makeup artist. And then, because as I told you, I am artistic. Like, I want to do something. I want to help. For me, makeup is never a bad thing. It's something that helps women to feel better about themselves. And that can never be a bad thing. Yeah, it's nice to be natural. But it depends on your mood. It depends what makes you feel good. You don't do it for others. You do it for yourself. So makeup was the thing, same, almost same like dance, that I can play with the colors. I can put my feelings in as, as a canvas, you know, as canvas. So it was more talking it was more explaining or putting my words out because even the makeup that I did was never the normal makeup it was more artistic kind of makeup whatever I feel I put there and I had the times that I feel super low I don't know what to do I'm just scared there and I feel like I'm gonna get into my dark zone and things the first thing that comes to my mind is bringing all my makeup stuff and start doing it it, it was like a good feeling for me it helped it really helped well, I, I wanted to continue in it, but things, as I told you, when you are in a different country and real life hits, you have to think smart about how to make it. Because anyway, um, I, I don't leave, maybe I'm here alone, but I still have a family, I still have a mom, and that's a huge responsibility for me. I take it and I'm happy for taking it because whatever I do now, it can never appreciate, like it can never explain how grateful for everything she did for me. So, yeah, I take care of her. She's good. She's having the best life. But fulfilling my feeling, taking care of her. Now, when it comes to that, again, I didn't want to lose that touch of me creating something. Because what I do now as a social media manager and I love about is the fact that I'm, again, creating things. Maybe not with makeup thing, not makeup, not moves, not dance. But there is me in the work I'm doing. And that's what led to it. Whatever I chose to do was to keep the things that I love, but also think about the real world. That I remember even when I chose, like literally I was here, I was working and I was working on a different thing. And I went on Google and I typed 
the uh, the best artistic kind of jobs in Dubai, anyway, that you can make money from and being safe. So that was the closest thing to what I wanted. And I did it. Thank God I did it. It went well. I still do makeup. I still dance. But yeah, when it comes to real life, things can get a bit hard because of the timings, because of the everyday routine. Uh, you have like a packed schedule. You have to fill it and you have to go with it. Still, I search for the tiny things that makes me happy because I cannot lose that. But focusing more on growing, focusing more on believing in me, my potential, what I can do. That's how things are. Like At least for me now, things I'm using everything I learned to make myself better. I'm like keeping the physical things a bit aside and focusing on the emotional kind of thing. Because whatever actions I made or whatever thing or mistake I did, it came only from the emotional part of me. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's very important to share. I understand now more about you that self-expression is essential for you. It's a foundation. And you spoke about when you create something and there is a piece of you that is there. I want to understand the full picture. What is the meaning to you of expressing yourself? Is it different to creating in a way that shows and has a piece of you? And um, I understand, like you said, for example, I understand that um, you expressing yourself with dance is similar to you expressing yourself with makeup, similar to you expressing yourself with uh, digital marketing and social media management. But to you, what does that mean? Is it something that maybe you felt because you were told what to do and that you couldn't explore, so you couldn't even express yourself for a long time? And then now it became even more of a focus because you are making up for so many years of the past and you're trying to do still as much as possible. Just tell me a bit more because this seems to be a core foundation of who you are. Actually, what you just said opened my eyes on that. That's literally how, how is it? Now, when it comes to the digital marketing part is, yes, I used to do the makeup and dance to express myself for myself. Now, when it comes to this word, like now, you have to make money from whatever you're doing. And it's very uh, satisfying making your own money from something you love. What I like about my designs as a content creator is I'm fulfilling a client's needs by my own designs, by something I create from scratch means I'm not doing the um, normal work that it will pass. Later on, when I get go back and see whatever projects I worked on, I can see that's mine. And it feels good, literally. It's satisfying. Yes, I was stopped from doing what I wanted because that was them protecting me. But you can't, you can't, stop, my, you can't stop yourself when you have the whole freedom that you, you always looked for. Now you can actually use it in a better purpose, in a better things. Make it um, a good thing for you, you know, because in many things, I harmed myself, to be honest. I harmed myself in stopping myself from things just because of that kind of fear that I had before. Now me working this is something I've always wanted. Yes, I looked for it because it was the easiest way, the uh, easiest way, let's say, not to make money, but to be safe, to have the safe job. Anyway, when it comes to dance, when it comes to makeup, uh, here things are big. 
and for me being a new young it will take time and i don't have that lecture of time i have to work hard it's not now now it's my time to hustle and work hard so i chose the closest thing to me because yeah till moment i i go back to i don't know previous projects and previous instagram profiles i worked on and i see my designs i really feel good because it's there it's my touch it's something when someone will look at it and say this is very nice this is very beautiful it's enough for me so yeah thank you so much for that and then you said that you built a community and a group of friends from every single like a different continent although you are different than them but you feel at home do you have advice to someone who moves to a new country or a woman who starts a new place in order to how to make good friends and how to know who is someone who's good friend and who is someone who maybe pretends to but they're not real that you can never know on the spot that happens with time with uh, whatever you receive from the person now one thing i'm very happy for i i was never comfortable back home even though i had my friends because my mentality was different nothing anything is just i'm i'm being true i'm i am very true and that's why i was hurt from friends second thing after my parents you know uh, because i used to count friends as family i used to be that kind of selfish when it comes to that and that's the wrong way i was looking for i did what i didn't have in people that had their lives have their lives you know i think when you move you have to be didn't and you have to know your worth first because friends goes and it's hard to find the honest ones the real ones here i'm glad that the mentality that i found and the acceptance from them helped me made me feel home even though yeah they are different and sometimes i don't even understand what they're talking about because of the language but that was never a problem i felt like i belong there you know it's something you get to know it with experiences you have to feel pain and you have to go through the hard times whether with parents whether with family whether with friends couples partners to know how to protect yourself later on and what to choose later on So even bad experiences like I can't say that that's a good person or a bad person. Now how I'm dealing with people, I'm not so good in having many friends to be honest because me personally I don't vibe with anyone. Either take me how I am or don't. It's a waste of my time and the other's time. Now if I vibe because I'm more aware of my energy and things around me, if I get that comfort, I'm fine. and i'm good as far as that other person good to me but also one thing that was very big and had a big impact in my life is expectations i still moment i say that i'm a dreamer it's nice to be a dreamer it's very nice but when you come to expecting things from people you want it on the spot and you want it like even with friends honestly it will only harm you I expected a lot from my friends before because I wanted that because I was giving them. But in the end, I didn't even have them. It was all fake. It was all wrong. When you accept the moment you are in and how people are with you without changing them, you will get to know who's better and good. And one thing, you don't have to settle for anything less than what you deserve. Never. 
not because they're friends, not because you're scared from the void, not because of anything. In the end, the only person you will have is yourself. Not friends, not parents, not anything. And I'm such a family girl, like I'm family person, but in the end, you'll have yourself. So it's nice to have this one, two, three close friends to you. But again, you have to have that relationship with yourself to make that. It always starts from us. And be ready, to be honest, be 24-7 ready to for anything bad. Because if you're ready and you're being genuine about what you're doing, the moment that things happen, it will affect less, really. And even like, it, obviously it will affect, it cannot not affect us, but less better than you handling pain from people you counted as friends and you gave all the love to them and they were not worth it. For me, yeah, I, I never I never judged. I never built an image about friends. I never put like, oh, I want I want that person to be like that with me or I want that person to be like that with me. I want true people around me, real people to themselves because I'm learning from others. I'm learning from my friends and I'm enhancing myself based on what I'm seeing. Now, when you're choosing your group in a different country or your friends, first it will happen by itself. But choose the people that benefit you in making you a better you, even with a simple word. And that happens. Honestly, it happens. It, you can't go just blind like that. Because I have to know, I have, I'm experiencing with my friends and people I know around me. They're just scared, you know. They have the love for, for friends and they think that friends is family. Yes, they are family, but with limits, you know. You can't change things based on whatever bed you went through before. Don't expect from them anything. Be who you were with them. And you are the one accepting. You are the one making them in your life. It's not the opposite way. So that, yeah, these small thoughts, this small way of thinking change many things, many things. Thank you so much. I really love this conversation. And to finish, I would like to get your perspective on something. Is there anything that you believe more women in the world should hear as good advice or something that they should be reminded of or a lesson that you understood about yourself recently you think it's good to share? If you could give women something to remember so that they live happier and build a better life, what would it be? Honestly, you create whatever feeling or position you want to be in. You create it. All the feelings you go through, all the experience you go through, you choose. No one else chooses for you. But it all starts from you. That's why no matter what, no matter what people say, no matter how hard luck can get, no matter challenges are there, always and forever love yourself. Always. And that pure love is not just a word. If you reach to that point when you can truly, purely love yourself for the good and the bad, you can never get hard. You will be always blessed with your own love and power. And yeah, never, never accept what is less than what you deserve. We are worth more than anyone else can say about us or do to us, whether good or bad, because in the end, we are choosing people around us and we are accepting them in our life. So based on that, you will know. If you know your worth, you will know where to put yourself. Exactly. Thank you so much, Hadil. It was my privilege, my honor to have you here to share your thoughts in this episode. And 
I want you to listen to it again in the future and remember this phase of your life and thought it will stay in memory. And I know it will inspire many, many people. Thank you again for participating. Thank you so much for this uh, opportunity, because I have to say it as it is. Uh, somehow it happened. You came to me from, I don't know, the universe sent you to me literally when I'm in that good phase of myself. You just happened, you know? And that was the first thing. I was like, okay, fine. I'm accepting from the universe. I'm getting something good. I'm very happy for being part of this. And thank you for everything you're doing. You are welcome. Mm-hmm.